Hello, my name is Kim Bailey and I'm a lecturer with the Centre for Law and Justice. I teach civil law in the Bachelor of Laws degree. This is an online three-year program. Many of us in the past 12 months have had to come to terms with our subjects transitioning from face-to-face -face teaching to online teaching with the advent of COVID-19. And with this has come the isolation and in some instances learning fragmentation for our students in their learning journey. Now, whilst I don't purport to have all of the answers for online teaching and learning, I do want to share one strategy and some tools that we have adopted in the Centre for Law and Justice that have worked quite well in enhancing student learning, creating connectivity, reducing isolation and empowering students to ask questions and take responsibility for their own learning. The tool I'm talking about is online study groups. There's three questions to ask in relation to these, and I'll briefly address them in this podcast. The first is, what are they? The second, how do they work? And the third, what are the benefits? So what are online study groups? Well, to understand that, I have to explain a bit of context of how they were created. I was faced with a first year subject, online cohort of 150 students. I needed a strategy that would facilitate student discussion and interaction well beyond the breakout rooms that we use in Zoom in weekly tutorials. And I wanted to facilitate that connectivity and that peer-to-peer -peer learning, which is so frequently a problem that plagues our SES results. So I ran my problem past an educational designer and to give credit, this idea was his and not mine. He suggested an online study group system. Now this is set up in Blackboard using our learning management system. And they are voluntary study groups where the student opts in and joins a study group. They are set up in the subject site and appear as a tab on the internet uh, interact to uh, subject site. Now, each group is capped at 10 members per group. And within each group, they have their own file share tool, group task tool, discussion board tool, and group email tool. And this all sits together with supporting documentation giving them information and advice about how to perhaps run their own study group meetings uh, on Zoom each week and how to catch up with each other. So for example, we give them an information sheet on how to use CSU's Zoom account and how they can uh, arrange those meetings and record them if necessary. So how do the study groups work? Well, apart from the setup of these groups and the provisioning of the tools that support them, the concept is this. Online study groups are the place where you encourage your students to go to attend in their own time, working on their learning for each week in weekly chunks. You scaffold this learning by blending it with the way you're teaching the subject and what you're teaching in the tutorials each week. It should also be supported by working towards assessment. So what you're doing is providing a, a forum for them and some scaffolding of working towards their understanding and assessment where students can debate, discuss and question their understanding with each other. What this means is that you as a teacher have to do some scaffolding of what they do in the group. So you might need to, particularly for first year students, suggest a methodology of how they could run their meetings, suggest some of the tools they might like to use, for example, Google Documents, etc. Perhaps even set some questions of what they might like to discover in their pre-reading and discussion before they come along to the tutorial and provide this information to them. In my subject, I do this by setting weekly application problems that require them to apply their legal knowledge that they've learned in the week in their textbooks and to come to a reasoned outcome using a method of problem solving. 
I encourage them to do this problem solving ahead of time in their groups and to come along with their proposed answer to the weekly tutorials. So the next question is, well, what are the benefits of this? Well, the study groups have really taken off in law and we've actually been quite surprised. What we've noticed are the following things. We have far better engagement and depth of uh, contribution in our tutorials from those who have joined the voluntary study groups. They've talked about the material ahead of time, they've debated it, found resources and shared that with each other. So that makes for a better learning opportunity. That's great. We've also found as a consequence of that, that we have better progress rates. So the isolation of online learning is broken down and students are learning to stick together and move through subjects together. They find in their study group that the things they're finding difficult or struggling with, other students experience also, and they're supporting each other and sharing information, techniques and tips that will help them to progress in their study. It's also creating, importantly, a student voice. And this is the thing I was most surprised about. They will often invite me to attend one of their study group sessions, which is not moderated by me, but they'll invite me in to troubleshoot or clarify or explain something that they as a group might be struggling with. And what we find is that students in groups feel more empowered and inclined to contact you as a lecturer to clarify their understanding as against what they would as an individual solitary learner. I had one group creating Google documents each week as study notes with a list of questions they wanted me to respond to. Sometimes they'd invite me in to discuss something with them, particularly relating to assessment. And this was fantastic because firstly, it identified for me what my students did not understand and perhaps I hadn't explained clearly. So it therefore informed my teaching. But secondly, it was great because they felt they could ask those questions and they could increase and clarify their understanding. So it was a win-win. It also fosters in the student independence in their learning and makes them take responsibility for their own learning. It models profession-ready attributes and skills, the idea of problem-solving together, discussing, collaborating, and coming to a reasoned conclusion. This is an important skill that lawyers need to have, and no doubt it's an important skill you need in many professions. It also teaches them to interact with each other respectfully, I really push that in the scaffolding of information that supports this study groups, that you're all different, you learn differently, but you all have something to offer. The other uh, unexpected intent of this or outcome, I suppose, was that I do believe it's producing better academic integrity. Retag and Harper suggest that one of the reasons or factors that motivate students to contract cheat is isolation in their learning and a lack of understanding. If we can actually actively equip students with online study groups that facilitate clarification of their learning in a non-threatening environment and telling them explicitly what they can do in study groups working towards assessment, so what is and what is not collusion, then we're going to achieve a better dialogue about academic integrity and I expect a better outcome. So how do we know study groups are working? Well, the feedback in SES and unsolicited emails was so strong that we were asked to roll out online study groups, not just in my subject, but across the whole law degree. Now our online study groups are commonplace in law, and we're finding that students tend to stick with the peers that they meet in their first study group and work with those people throughout the whole of their degree. It effectively has created small communities of learning, and it is increasing the SES results in peer interaction, which is really exciting. Well, this was my experience with online study groups, and I hope it's been helpful and maybe something that you'd like to consider in your discipline.